everybody, and welcome back. It's the Unranked Podcast. This is our 194th episode. We're here doing it again week after week, getting close to 200 of these, which means I, of course, am Christian Humes, here with the man with all the future plans, Dan Ween. What's going on? I assume you're all coming to the uh, clam bake next Thursday. Mmm. You know, clam bake sounds pretty good. If you are one to ingest clams, they may have a good offensive and defensive strategy for you. Isn't that right, Tom Caswell? I mean, I just eat the shells. Don't know what happened, though. Isn't that right, Tom Caswell? (laughs) That is correct. Tom... (laughs) As I don't Tom know what I disagree to, but yes, I'm going to be positive. Yes. Well, Dan invited us to a clam bake. Coming to and, the clam uh, bake. Ooh, I, I just suggested clams are good for both offense and defense. Mm. I mean, they can be. They can be. You don't I get agree. it? No, I don't. Oh, maybe huh. uh, maybe it's this week's pokes. Oh, yes, it is. Is it? So, it's uh, it was a little My Hero Academia. Let's go ahead and just jump uh, in. Sure. We've been doing this long enough that you know what that means. Today, we're talking about Wooper, a very cute Pokemon. Uh, one of my favorite animals that it's based around, the Axatol, which is a really interesting amphibious creature because they can, depending on how you feed or raise an Axatol, and, and this is like an IRL thing, this is not a Pokemon thing, but you can create one that becomes basically like a land-based only animal. Like, they... They are a, a very strange adaptive creature. So I was excited when Wooper first came onto the scene. Uh, it's mostly blue amphibious Pokemon that resembles an upright, armless Axetal. Wooper's head is large compared to his body and has a small, round, black eyes, purple branching gills on either side of its head. And the males have more branches in its gills than the females. Huh. I like know, so they're just letting it hang loose. I, I, I saw a video online that was showing off all of the differences between... Um, male and female versions of Pokemon, and I didn't realize actually how many do have gender differences, and I'd like those um, because I'm more likely to want to catch them if there's physical differences to the two. So that's interesting. You got to love the Pikachu with the heart. Yeah. Heart tail. It's a good one. You know, that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I don't know. It's a great Pokemon. It's a water and ground type, so it's got an interesting type. It's got a good design. It's you know, an evolution of another great Pokemon coming up. So I think all around, this is like top form Gen 2. It yep. looks like something I might have drawn when I was like in fourth grade. <laughs> I think <laughs> all the better. Yeah, all the best Pokemon have a little bit of that. It's just it's them. just so simple and round all over. Yeah. And doesn't have arms. Yeah, no arms, no <laughs> hands you have to draw. Right. That's it. Any other thoughts on Whoop? Uh, Whoop there it is. It's a good one. Yeah, I got you. I got what you did there. Thank you. No, it's it's a good one. Uh, enjoy it. I like it. it has. Uh, so I'm looking at online. It has the picture of the Pokemon card, and mm-hmm. it has like such like it. So the picture I looked at first had like the mouth open, like a little circle, and this mm-hmm. has the mouth open. It's so damn smiley and huge smile. It's hilarious looking. The thing has like the yeah. smile all across its face. It, it looks it's like a interesting ditto. that it doesn't have arms. It looks I like think. a ditto a little bit almost. Oh, a little bit. The, the dead eyes. Yeah, the dead eyes and the giant smile. Yeah, I can get behind that. It is definitely like a a tadpole-like version of the animal yeah. it's based on. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's a cute one. That's a very <laughs> cute one. I like it. 
Uh, all right. Shall we move on? Let's yes. See. Let's go a little off topic. Shake off those eight bits that we got around here. Uh, let me just start it out and say, Dan, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Uh, let's see. Been up to a lot of work. Uh, mm. I I did uh, last night. I, f- I went out and uh, I guess documented Alex's Dart League. So that'll be part of the level up. That'll be out, I guess, within the next week or so. Oh, okay. It'll, it'll be uh, out before this this episode goes. Before this airs. Okay, good. So, uh, but yeah, so that was a fun time. I got I got a few shots, of Alex, that he's not going to be proud of. I think. <laughs> Great. Tom's we'll probably looked through him already. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken I've taken a little peek. I haven't had time to edit the footage. Uh, I'm going to be doing that tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, my fa- I think my favorite one is probably the, I don't know how you're going to put it together, but like uh, the the last thing we did, he went to go grab more food and didn't realize I was recording him. So uh, he was of course stuffing his face Alex style, as only a, a drunk Alex could. That so that was that, good. Uh, that, that that's definitely going to be in it. <laughs> the yeah, more embarrassing I, uh, it is for Alex, the the, the more yeah, the, I went uh, that concert is going to be in there. Let's see. Uh, tailgated a football game this past weekend. That was fun. Usually don't do that. Uh, we all got pretty drunk, went to the game, and the game sucked. But it was fine because we were all drunk at that point. You know? That's pretty good. Yeah. We uh, we tailgated for like three hours before, and then we kept going after the game for another hour or two until we were almost frozen completely. <laughs> it was like it was like 30 degrees out. <laughs> That's so cold. It was way too cold. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really cold here. That's really cold. Yeah. I've been seeing you and Teresa's Instagram stories, and I've been very jealous about the temperature you guys are experiencing over there. We had a weird week because it was actually pretty cold. It got down to like 50, which I understand is not New York cold, but that is sure. pretty chilly, especially cold. here for November. And then two days later, it was 80 degrees. So it, it felt like uh, Los Angeles was having a stroke for a couple of days <laughs> there. Um, but it was nice to go to the pool during that time and get a hot chocolate like two days earlier oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man and they say that there's no seasons in california no i it's it's funny that people always say that though it just on average it's only like 10 to 15 degrees warmer here mm. like generally speaking the coldest part of the year in new york it's definitely not within that range right. but outside of like sort of the extremes it's on average maybe like 15 degrees warmer which then that's like the big difference between never getting snow. Right. Yeah. You know, if it's yeah. always warmer in New York. Although nighttime, it obviously dips much different. But while you're awake, it's... Uh, which, I don't know if you guys know anything about it, but the Atlantic Ocean, so much warmer than the Pacific. Yep, it is. Yep. It is awful. Because of the way the tides move. And that's yeah. the way the tides move. Yep. So that's uh, the one bummer about the uh, West Coast. Cold pacific water um i may as well just keep going here and say let's see this last week uh well i have more i guess this off topic will do with uh i'm also going to record a video thing for my level up i was originally going to do something for my game but everything kind of hit the bed when uh my computer got wet i got pushed back but now my girlfriend just told me a few days ago that she is flying me out to new york for my birthday which is very cool. So I'll be visiting you guys. So I'm going to record a little uh, docu-vlog of that experience yeah. and make that my level up. So Did, you, did your computer get wet because you confused it for Bender bending Rodriguez and tried to give it some fuel? <laughs> it was. It was thirsty. It was thirsty for liquor. So I, I'm very fortunate it did not break. 
Let's just say that. So, uh, and I watched The Mandalorian, which I guess. Oh uh, yeah, I watched that too. I, I guess we could all we probably all watched that, right? Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned for the post show. That's definitely a post show thing, so we don't want to spoil Spoilers it. Spoilers in the Twitter, post show. <laughs> Twitter, the dam has busted on Twitter when it comes to the Mandalorian. There's no stopping the uh, the the spoilers there. I see some people holding I'm here out, for it. being like, "I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stand by it. I'm not gonna spoil it for anyone." I'm like, if you if you haven't seen it and you haven't been spoiled, then you haven't been. Yeah, active don't go on my life. Twitter account. <laughs> my I actually, Tom, I actually. <laughs> I I muted your Twitter account for me, yeah. Because between between the Star Wars stuff and the Death Stranding spoilers, I I just couldn't do it anymore. I wanted something to be a surprise, so I had to mute you. Me or Tom? I don't Tom. think I really spoil too much. What did I spoil about Death in Death Stranding, Stranding? It was always like, oh my god, I can't believe when. And you just like detailed what was happening. I was like, no, I didn't get to that yet. And I just started muting you. Uh, like, hmm. I, yeah. I thought I was being pretty vague, but whatever. Not vague um, enough. Anyway. I'm not going to be personally hurt by uh, Dan <laughs> muting my Twitter feed. Maybe it's probably for in his best interest that that happens anyway. I don't know. It might be in your best interest, so you're less likely to be trolled. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I mean, it's not a permanent <laughs> muting. It's just until I get caught up on Death Stranding. Probably finish the That's game, fair. and I'll be like, all right, back. That's fair. Uh, Tom, what about you? And then we'll <sighs> hop into games, because I want to hear what Tom- Dan thinks about Death Stranding. Um, yeah, no, uh, obviously that two huge games dropped on Friday. So most of my free time has been spent, uh, with those. Um, I actually went to an in-person smash tournament, just a very quick thing amongst friends. Um, and we played more smash over the weekend. So that again, that's all game stuff. Um, yeah, finally saw frozen, uh, <laughs> which I enjoyed, but I'm, we're actually watching Moana now, uh, Brooke and I, and I'm, Oh, so good. Mo- Moana is like way better than Frozen so far. I haven't finished it, but ju- just the the um the, all the water stuff and the sailing like that movie was made because they were like we can do this with water now and what <laughs> you know and 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 take a look at it. So, um yeah, I've been kind of trying to fill in some gaps in my Disney library because uh, there are a lot uh, that need to be filled, so Yep, but other what than is that, the biggest gap that. in your Disney library? Uh, I hadn't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which uh, a lot of people will like clutch their pearls when they heard that. Um, Frozen. I still haven't seen Frozen. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen Fro- Fro- Frozen or Mo. Actually, did I see Moana? I'm not sure. Um, but either way, like those are newer. And then a lot of things like, uh, oh man, I mean, I'd I'd, ha- I'd have to take a look uh, at the. What did I just add? Let me see to my watch list. I added something that was pretty, excuse me, pretty big. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Tangled. That was it. Also, that's I added the Pacifier with Vin Diesel to my. <laughs> oh well, that's list. pretty big. That's a big part of anyone's <laughs> Disney library. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's oh, not. and I'm making my way through Clone Wars t- as well. So I'm still in season two of that. That slow go. Oh yeah. There's just so much good things happening. Started reading. The Resistance Reborn, Rise of the Skywalker, Star Wars prequel book. Um, so there's just like a lot of things that I'm juggling, which is great. But at the same time, I'm like, well, thank God Doom Eternal isn't coming out Friday. <laughs> and thank God Stadia sucks because I would uh, I would probably be trying to get into that if, uh, if it was any good. Yeah, but you'd also only just be playing games that you can get everywhere else. Yep. yep. Called yep. it. So. 
Anyway, who cares? So yeah, that's 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 me. Dope. All right, well, let's move on and talk about what we've been playing. Dan, why don't you kick it off? Tell us what you think about Death Stranding. Let's see. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm not too far into the game just because I've my work's been kind of hectic the last like couple weeks, and it's not getting any better next week apparently. But I got a little time this week. Uh, probably about I would say maybe like fifteen twenty percent of the game. And it's uh, while it's a lot of kind of repetitive stuff, I'm excited to find like the next area, open up like the next area of the country and stuff like that. Although are it is in, wild. I'm still in the East region. Are you in episode three yet? I don't know. Um, okay. Did you get to Lake Knot City? Did you cross the, the lake? No, not yet. I'm not okay. quite there. I'm almost there. Okay. I, uh, I've been slowed down because sure. uh, after... I guess I had already like you know connected the wind uh, farm and all the all those and like the first mm-hmm. portion there. Yeah, baby, yeah, baby. And then with making like the last deliveries to try to get some deliveries in, uh, I crashed mm-hmm. my bike and now I'm walking everywhere again. <laughs> so yeah, it's, vehicles, it's taking vehicles, me longer vehicles than vehicles can be a bit finicky. Uh, yeah. My 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 recommendation is to like don't get sidetracked by any more side stuff in that first area because the next area is really where like the meat of the game happens. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I wish I still had my bike. Wish I yeah, still well, had the bike. Know, all of mm. that becomes a little bit easier as uh as you go through the game. That's good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I just haven't got there yet, but I'm At, going. Lo- losing things like that. I remember when like I first crashed my bike I was like I'm so fucked, but now it's like, you know, there there are more tools that you get and you just have more resources, so those things don't become as much of an issue um, anymore. Yeah, I will yeah. say the country is much smaller than I, I realized. Like, I could probably, <laughs> apparently, as long as I, I have the fortitude to do it, I could walk across the country in, like, six days, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it is funny because, uh, you know, every time you go to a new area, you you know, you add a link and it shows. You see like, it on the, the map, and it's like, I did map, not walk like, that far. Whoa, I walked from Jersey to Arkansas, like what? Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> and yeah. it took twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's funny. Yeah, I guess you can chalk it up to the like the topography of the country has just changed so much. Maybe it shrunk in the uh, in the Death Stranding. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming there was mass flooding, and that's why the country's so small now. It just looks the same shape. That's what I'm guessing. But I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I haven't got to any of the weapons or anything. Uh, but I assume they're coming soon. Because I've seen them in the ads, so I know they exist. And it turns out you don't eat the baby, despite that Rick and Morty commercial. <laughs> nah. There's a Rick and Morty commercial for Death Stranding where he eats a baby? I sent it to you like a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Aww. it. But yeah, it's a commercial that uh, has aired like a million times probably at this point. But basically they're, they're co-advertising for both at the same time. Hmm. That's cool. That's all I, I haven't got. watched the new season yet. Where can I watch it? Uh, do you have Cartoon Network? Yeah. Do you have like an on-demand? Yeah. I Our DVR service, Spectrum, sucks. It's like the same as the old like Comcast box from like 2008. It's that like really slow. It it makes me never want to use the TV. Yeah, I've got it YouTube TV sourced. now, so I just kind of DVR things on there or watch them on-demand on that because mm. I replaced my Sling yeah. TV. Yeah, I wish there was a way to stream it. I I'm know sure there is. On, like, you the can computer. probably go to CartoonNetwork.com and get it or something. Yeah, I just don't ever watch stuff on my computer. I don't know. I got to find a way to watch it on my TV. <laughs> These seem like easy to solve problems. You'd think, but I'm lazy. Eh, I so, think you figure it out. So there you go. 
Uh, okay, awesome. Uh, Tom, maybe we should talk about our Smash game a little bit from the other Yeah, end. let's do that. Um, yeah, so we were being hosted by the kind of funny Twitch channel as part of their end of year extra life thing that they're doing. And we played our round robin smash mode. Uh, th- this was me, uh, Tuna, and Chris. Basically, we w- instead of starting at the top of the roster, we started at the end. So we started with Terry, which none of us had played with before. And it, it was one stock, and the losers of each round had to move on to the next character in the roster, moving backwards through the, the roster. And it was a whole lot of fun. Some really, really good, surprising matches. Um and yeah i i really enjoyed it and would really love to do one where we do the whole roster and we just see who who's left standing um yeah yeah which based on that is like a four hour commitment yeah it's gonna be like yeah (laughs) and you know i don't know if we have i don't know if adding another person into mix makes it quicker or it probably no it would have to slow it it would slow it down because that's one more person who can lose so like if you go until one person runs out of characters um, unless of course that person is Dan and he doesn't have everyone, then it technically would be faster. Yeah. Just cause there's less people to eliminate. <laughs> so that would be the one line. But yeah, that would be a ton of fun to do. Um, yeah, no, I had, I had a great time with it. Uh, don't know if you had any, uh, anything to say specifically about that. Uh, there was some frustrating matches to be, to be sure. Um, specifically i think for tuna who yeah it's just a lot of fun i think yeah tuna tuna i mean he run there's so i i thought of this because he and i used to do this thing in every smash where we would play each other one-on-one and essentially once you run out of characters it's over we wouldn't go directly through the roster uh we did it random and it was random matchups and a single elimination so we would just keep going till someone ran out of people so but this seemed like the best way to streamline that uh, mm-hmm. as a group of more than two people. And um, I don't know, it was a ton of fun. But whenever you start to go on a tear, it just you get in people's head. Yeah. Like, it felt like I was dominating, but I actually only won like a good handful of matches more than Alex, who then was like maybe... Like I won maybe, I think, a dozen more matches than you did and a handful more than Alex. But it mm-hmm. wasn't... The spread wasn't that far apart, but I actually went on like two separate just marathon wins yeah where it just felt like it felt like it was it it was weird because i did it with like banjo kazooie who i've you know maybe played 20 collective matches with ever maybe Mm. probably not so he's a really good character though like he's someone who i think you can pick up and instantly understand what you need to do with to be successful yeah the items obviously just throw everything up in the air too yeah so that's but it was fun it's fun to play with items yeah, um, <laughs> so I I have Star Wars and I have Pokemon downloaded. I didn't start it. I've had a lot of other work to do, and I just wouldn't allow myself to start it until I got that stuff done, uh, because I don't have enough willpower. The second I start, that's it. I'm screwed. Mm. So Tom, tell me what you think about these games. Um, I'm really enjoying both of them. I also think they both have some issues. Um. Pokemon is the best Pokemon experience I've had in a few years. Definitely enjoying it more than Sun and Moon. And I think it does some things really well, i.e. gyms and uh, things surrounding the gyms, how it's this tournament. The game opens with like an introduction to you know, the tournament. It feels like a season of the TV show in a way that 
the games never really have and when you go to the gyms it's like a big deal because you know you're in stadiums and you know that slow-mo shot in the trailer where you're walking out onto the field like that's in the game and it it makes it such a grand experience and especially playing that on the tv like i'm i'm playing a lot of the game actually docked because i a it runs really well the frame rate is uh it is mm-hmm. nearing 60 which is really cool and quite weird to watch um but it just makes that spectacle even better and things like dynamaxing which is my favorite of all the gimmicky moves that we've had it's better than mega evolutions it's better than z moves um that's really great um my uh, and the and the the world is cool the wild area is a game changer uh, you can spend forever in the wild area to the point where you don't you can not go to the first gym for so long um but i would say that it's pretty light on story so far and uh the complaint that everyone is having in our discord is that the rival hop is just so annoying and i would have to agree he is with you kind of every step of the way and that is something that i'm just not particularly enjoying about it um uh and then there's just like little things here and there um i don't i've kind of stayed um blank on what new poke what pokemon are in this obviously and like what new pokemon are so i'll run into a pokemon in the wild and be like are you this generation or are you like a sixth gen you know like a xy or what have you and i wish there was something that said you know showed you like which generation what region something some kind of national dex or something (laughs) just like when you're catching it it had like you know the roman numeral of whatever generation it was in the corner you know, like yeah. how it has a Pokeball to show if you've caught something, something of that indicator. Because I'm with you where it is like, I don't want to be fucking around with older Pokemon. I want to be playing with the newest stuff. Yeah, um, but that if it's being new said, to you, then it shouldn't matter. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's 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 just a little little thing. There's there's so many great um, quality of life fixes. For example, something I recommend for for you, Chris. I know that you don't nickname your Pokemon. You can go into the settings and turn that off, so it mm-hmm. never asks you if you want to nickname. Oh, Pokemon, that makes me very is, happy. So there's so many little things like that happening in the game that there are other th- things that I wish that were just small quality of life fixes that I wish the game had. But overall, really liking it. Um, I picked up Sword. I have Grookey. He has evolved into Thwacky. Um, uh, I'm digging him, and nope. I think I think a lot of the the Pokemon are really genuinely quite great this time around. Um, and then when it comes to Star Wars, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it, uh, but I'm enjoying it for the reasons that I th- I thought I would enjoy it because it had a lot of polished, you know, Respawn makes great polished games, but I'm actually more enjoying it for the story it's telling. And the action when it works is great, but the game has so many like little bugs and just little things that, needed to be ironed out you know the game is very souls like in terms of you need to dodge and parry correctly or you're going to sustain damage and die and just so many times in playing uh the timing either feels off the force powers uh aren't as good as say control which has a lot of similar abilities um you know there's a fight you have with an atst where it drops um like 
bombs and you have to force push them at the ATST. But sometimes it just doesn't work. And I've tried being closer to them. I've tried being further away. And it just seems that there's just a luck of the draw is, is how it works. And so there's a lot of things like that. But when the game works, it fucking works. And it's awesome. Um, but the story is great. It's one of my favorite uh, stories, I think, there's ever been in a in a in a star wars i think it's up there it's as good as some of the best stories in the movies and the tv shows and stuff Um, yeah i'm pumped for it the cool thing that i heard is that it has tons of lightsaber parts um and you can actually customize like the same ones that you can build at galaxy's edge at disney which i was going Mm -hmm. to build one so now i'm even more interested in like really picking it so then when i go to disney and do that i can get my sword yeah um the the customization of the lightsaber is actually quite crazy in fact i would give um there's something that you can get in the game when the game starts you're on a planet and then you go to another planet which kind of acts as your home base and then you have the option to go to a planet called zepho or dathomir and dathomir yeah, I saw is, this tweet. yeah so you want <laughs> to go you do want to go to dathomir first there is a point in dathomir it's tough because it's harder. All the enemies are harder, but you want to go there to get something, and it happens right before you can't progress any further because you have to go complete some story stuff to get an ability. Do it because it completely changes the game, um, and it's rad. And yeah, it has the specific like uh, wisdom and valor or whatever they name the parts that you can get at Galaxy's Edge. They have that in the game. Uh, on top of a bunch of other cosmetics and stuff so when i see those when i see the ones you can get at galaxy's edge i'm like i'm gonna stick this on my lightsaber because i know i can create it at galaxy's edge whenever i get a chance to go yeah well dathomir i mean that's the home planet of darth maul and the night sisters so yep it's uh it's it's pretty unforgiving (laughs) yeah yeah dope yeah awesome uh but you have played a bit of it or or no I'm sorry, can you say that again? Yeah, sorry. I thought, have you played any of it or oh, you just... so I started it and mm-hmm. that's about it. But I've watched stuff in the background while I've been doing work. But Very I, good. I haven't really progressed. I basically started gotcha. it up and then I was like, God, I want to play this game. Um, but I've watched a lot of people and I've read a bunch of stuff about it. I'm very excited. I don't, I don't think uh, anyone who thought they might be interested in this game would be disappointed by it although obviously there's some bugs hopefully they'll i mean i'm sure they'll get a patch out my guess is this had a mandate to be done by a certain time and obviously that's probably why it's probably the only reason we're seeing that from respawn it's not unplayable but like that was a damning article that came out that showed that the part that i'm talking about in dathomir where you can no longer progress you can actually do something to get past it and then you are fucking stuck you have to restart your game Yeah, so it's yeah. I like you. I think it is. Gotta they be had to get it out before episode nine. Dan, you don't have uh, any interest in in uh, Fallen Order. I never really play the Star Wars games. Uh, I'm I'm like into the movies and the TV stuff, but not so much the games. They don't really okay. appeal to me. I don't know why. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's get a news. So, Fantasy League, I am at 84 points for Star Wars. Pokemon, I think, actually may have gone up to 82 points after having gone down. Uh, nope, back at 81. It was, it was ticked up for a second. 
We were hoping to have Dan's final score, which will let us know whether or not he beats Alex, but Shenmue 3 has not received scores yet because there was an issue where it seems like the embargo date that they sent out was the 21st, even though the game comes out on the 19th, but that was an accident. It sounds like places don't think it's an amazing game, but also that it's not trying to be. So, like, it seems it seems like this game is exactly what people expected. So, my guess is it's mm. probably going to score well enough for you to beat Alex. And I, uh, I'm worried about Jumanji, though. Uh, I read a little bit into it. It looks like uh, everyone hates it so far. Yeah, like uh, like to a level that I'm worried it's gonna get like an eleven. That's true. That's possible. <laughs> an eleven. Yeah, that would be something. <laughs> yes, it would. But he already has a score in that slot. It's also possible people aren't going to like that. You're just not going to replace that slot. So yeah, probably. Very likely. Yep. So uh, I think you're probably fine. I think you are going to knock Alex into last. And there we Alexander go. And then we Gregory. punish him by. By keeping my name another year. <laughs> Are you going to change well, it at the end of the new, year? We have a new uh, name yeah, for I him. I don't oh, know actually potential. what to, but I'll probably change it. You're going to get um, Alex Marinello? The actual one? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to talk to the other guy. That would be amazing. It was taken. That would be so good. Um, so uh, this is like a tiny piece of news before we get into the Game Awards stuff, but the makers of Baba's U just put out a tweet saying there's an update coming to the game in 2020 with a level maker. Ooh, yeah! I'm really excited about that. I'm definitely gonna make some levels. That seems like a really fun game to screw around in. And uh, assuming you can do some sort of a, which I'm assu- like, there's got to be some way to share them, even if it's like a code generator. Uh, that will add an infinite amount of replayability. To that game, Super so. Bobber, ma- Super Bobber Maker. Yeah, <laughs> Super Bobber Maker. Um, that would be great. But uh, the other big news, obviously, VR, Valve, Half Life. Three. Oh yes, which Alex. it's not even actually Half Life Three. Felix. It's likely a prequel that doesn't even follow Gordon Freeman, but it's going to be a VR game. But it is a game within Half Life universe. Uh, a lot of people are excited about it, but we don't really know anything other than that. This isn't a surprise because they even said at some point like that if they ever did another Half Life, it wouldn't just be a first person shooter because they don't make games to just make a new game. They always do it to like try out new tech. Like, with Left 4 right. Dead, they did a lot of new things. With Portal, they did a ton of new things with physics. Same thing with... Yeah. You know, so, it, that's just their MO. So, I mean, anyone yeah. who thinks that we were going to get Half-Life and it wasn't going to be a VR title was fooling themselves at this point. Uh, They've got index units to sell, baby. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> the um, index is what? That, that's their new super high-end Valve. That's headset, that. Right? So, they, they split off from... Because they were making the HTC Vive. Right. I know with. Vive is making their own now. Right, and now they've split off and they're making their own. It is the most expensive commercially available VR unit. It's a thousand dollars. So I th- I don't know if they've announced that it's exclusive to Index, but if it is, it's a very niche. Uh, well, I, I imagine it'll work on Vive headsets as well because they're still somewhat partnered there, um, and uh, but it, coming to Oculus or anything like that. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, Valve is a very different company to the one that made Half-Life and Half-Life 2. So it makes sense that, you know, they're, they're making this. But I, I am curious to see, is this Half-Life 3? Like, what are we getting? Are we getting a full-fledged game or just like a Half-Life experience? Uh, isn't it thing? supposed to be, like, rumored to be like 10 hours? 
if that's the case, that's awesome. Yeah. Because that's uh, that's the sweet spot, I think. I mean, there's for, rumors. For the there's been rumors about this very specific thing, and so far they're all lining up with it, and so that it's mm-hmm. like a prequel. It's not focused on Gordon Freeman, so and it's about a ten-hour game. Um, I don't know. All sounds cool. I I don't know. I, I won't play it because if I'm going to get a VR system anytime soon, it's gonna be the quest. Yeah, Oculus Quest. I really want an Oculus Quest. So, but it's great for yeah, people that I, are gonna I'm, have it. Yeah, I've heard the uh, speaking of the quest. I've heard that the final they've been doing that episodic Vader Immortal uh, VR game, mm-hmm. and that's available on the quest. And apparently, this final part that's coming out is like you have to play it if you're a Star Wars fan. So wow. Um, I'm I'm like oh I gotta get my hands on one of those fucking things. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, we'll see next week. Yeah, we will. We'll see you next week. Uh, okay. What else we have, Tom? You want to take it away on the game awards? Sure. So game award nominees came out today. There was a lot of uh, discussion about <laughs> what was uh, announced uh, in different categories. But game of the year, uh, we have Control from Remedy. We have Death Stranding from Kojima Productions. We have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which technically did come out in 2018, but it was after the cutoff for last year's Game Awards, so it's included here, um, which I didn't even think about as a possibility, but here we are. Uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake game uh, that came out in February. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from From Software. And then The Outer Worlds from Obsidian, uh, which came out at the end of October. Um, and those games are all up for multiple nominations. Um, uh, all of those games. It's funny because uh, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro are up for best game direction. But Outer Worlds is not. Instead, Outer Wilds is out for best game direction. And I feel like a lot of people on Twitter were talking about the Outer Wilds as one of the snubs, for lack of a better term, for the game of the year. Um, that uh fire emblem i was seeing people obviously talking about star wars but since it came out so late a lot of people didn't feel comfortable nominating it for game of the year because they like the day that the game came out was the day that the nom the nominee uh forms would do yeah i mean it should um, just be able to be held for next year you know i think it's yes. like smash is yes. on there which is a weird thing to think about but smash is on there and right. i i think it's just like with the oscars whenever something comes out right after the awards time so it's on the next year it just feels like it has no chance yeah no it doesn't last jedi is not going to be nominated next year it's just no but i also think smash Um, like because it came out in december of last year it feels like it if it had come out later in the year this year i feel like it would have more nominations but it's just not in people's head yes because there's categories on there where it doesn't make sense to me that smash wouldn't be in them Smash had the added benefit of, you know, having the characters release and everything and it being kind of this continuous game. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a little surprised that uh, they just didn't make this like a 10 nominee category uh, and put some other things because, um, you know, Apex Legends for, for everything about that game, like that's a huge game this year. And, yeah. you know, it just depends on how people are voting for these things. Um, do you want to talk about any of these other categories at all, or well, like, let's wanna, let's look at the, the like like, so like the most important, which would be so you brought brought up game of the year of the six there. What do you mm-hmm. think will win? Control, Death Stranding, Smash, Resident Evil, Outer Worlds, Sekiro. Also, isn't it weird with Jeff Keighley being in Death Stranding? 
Yes, he is, but he does not have any say in what games get nominated. Yeah, that's um, fair. The way that it works is it's E3, it's the E3 judges. So anyone that is a judge at E3 gets not the ability to nominate. So the nominations Wait, come from I think we need like to be IGN. hooking up with these guys. I should have sent him an email because I went to a judges event E3. Yeah, but you're not you're not a judge. Though. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but, you know, it's the big outlets. It's IGN, GameSpot, Kotaku, Polygon, uh, some influence outlets as well. Like, Easy Ally is kind of funny. They get the ability to vote, um, which is really funny because everyone in the industry is like, how did this not make it on there? How did this? And I'm like, you guys voted for these Mm -hmm. games. The nominees come from you. (laughs) So you got to talk to your colleagues IRL if you've got a problem with the games on this list um so those are yeah okay so best game direction game of the year we have best narrative a plague tale innocence which is a like an indie double a game that came out is up for that along with control death stranding uh outer worlds and then also up for best narrative is this game called disco elysium which i keep hearing about but haven't seen anything like gameplay wise about it. It's an RPG, I think. Have you guys heard? Yeah, of it? I, I mean, everyone was talking about Disco Elysium a little while ago. It is not a game that I would play. But a few weeks back, it was all okay. I heard about and read about in like a ton of places. I, it's, I mean, I, I don't play those kind of games. Um, mm. Control is probably the thing I will want to win in a lot of these categories. Yeah, I think that. I think that for me, I mean, these are all in game of the year. These are all really solid games. Yeah. I think that Control um, is probably my favorite. I really, really like Death Stranding. Uh, I haven't finished it though. But I mean, Smash Man, like but that's yeah. That's when I think about my favorite best. gaming moments of the year, Smash is. But that's why I think there. best game direction should be there <laughs> because I think, and it's a weird, it's a weird thing to think about, but all of the uh, incredible specific minutia that they mm. put into that game to be so highly detailed to every franchise that's represented, that is because of the director. That is because of Sakurai. That is not... Sure, Like, yeah. they don't just have a spreadsheet that they dump in and they're like, oh, this is everything that belongs to that game. It's not... It doesn't work that way. Um, that game is being, I think, underserved. But also, I gotta tell you, I gotta try and go back and play Outer Wilds again. I feel like I was the most positive on that game at the time, but everyone keeps saying it's the best thing ever. So I'm going to go try and play that game again. Didn't Alex love that game? No, he got pissed with uh, the controls in it. Oh, he did? Alex, Tuna and I enjoyed it, but not to the point at which it's like game of the year, I think. Um, But a lot of people do really, really love it. Um, Best performance, we have uh, Ashley Birch as Pavati in The Outer Worlds. She is one of the sidekicks. She is a very beloved character from that game. We have Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden from con- from Control, mm. uh, Laura Laura Bailey as Kate from Gears Five, uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff from Death Stranding, Matthew Peretta as Doctor Casper Darling. Yep, that's who I would. Control. That's who I would. And that is also my nominee. Yeah. That that is who should get the award, despite the fact that he's a real life character in the game. <laughs> His performance in Control is fantastic. Um, I always loved finding a new video with him in i was like yes this is great um and then norman Reedus is also nominated which is interesting because he is personally my least the least interesting part of death stranding for right. me um so we'll he we'll, doesn't we'll talk a whole lot no and that 
so far hasn't changed. Yeah, he just slams either. monster energies. Yeah, slams I, monster yeah, the, energies. The advertising takes, the game is fun. <laughs> takes so much. Takes sh- sh- shits all the time. It's great. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, you need water. Too bad. There's only monster energy. Yeah, <laughs> even in it's your like canteen that you carry around is just monster. Yeah, energy. when it rains, it turns it into monster energy <laughs> drink, and then you drink that. That's what yeah. a time fall is. Ta- yeah, the, the um, time best... fall doesn't erode you because it's time. It's just monster energy. <laughs> monster energy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Um, and then best indie game, Chris, we yeah, have that's what I was looking at. Bobber is You, Baba mm-hmm. is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose I'm worried game. this is going to go to Outer Wilds. I'm worried it's going to go to Goose Game, which I'm just like, how much of the meme ability oh, of Goose Game is going to I don't think ride it, it into a I don't win? think it will. Unless, think? I mean, unless the uh, votes are that important, um... Like maybe the f- oh the the fan votes yeah or I really think it should so be what Bob percentage of that counts I don't think it's a lot Dan I think it's maybe like ten percent yeah. oh so it's like a, you might as well not be voting yeah because it's not the game choice yeah. awards yeah yeah as far as I'm um, aware I, but you know even still like amongst voters it'll be, it'll be interesting to see I think it's going to be uh, Outer Wilds because it's going to lose to some of the bigger games in other categories and the fact that it's in so many other categories right. it's just it's going to win that and it's right. like the rest of these look like they're just like oh here this is uh we're recognizing you were there this year um I'm I also think that Katana Zero might cuz a lot of people really like that game as well I haven't played it oh that's I the I I've never heard of that Oh really no that that's uh it was it was kind of popular when around when it came out, and I know that a lot of people have been saying online, like, this is the this is what I'd vote for. So we'll see. Um, but I do think you're right. I think Outer Wilds is going to get snubbed in other categories, and therefore people are going to be like, gotta, gotta give it to this in uh, indie. Um, There's one best... last category. Go ahead. Okay. The fresh indie game presented by Subway. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? I assume it's uh, made of turkey meat. So it's like best <laughs> in, it's best it's best independent developer is what it is but they worded it in order to tie it into the subway sponsorship um <laughs> that is happening there um I mean hey man what one year we had fucking the Gillette remember the fucking Gillette Hydro Slick yeah. man oh I think I think the Goose game is going to win this uh cuz it's a joke yeah. category which would definitely <laughs> Yeah, uh, that would be the most fitting. That would be the most fitting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, look, there's a ton of uh, there's a ton of other categories on here. Best uh, content creator, uh, best strategy game. If you want to take a look at the full list, you can go to thegameawards.com, and there is a fan vote that is supposedly uh, counted amongst the votes for things. So if you want to make your voice heard as to what your game of the year is, you can go do that there. Um and it takes play. I mean, uh, the other reason to be excited for the Game Awards is a lot of big announcements happen um, there. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see things like the Final Smash Fighter in there. If we finally get the Batman game, uh, whatever Rocksteady's been working on. Like, there's 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 a lot to be excited for. It's like kind of having another mini E3 at the end of the year. It's pretty great. All right. Are they going to release the results of the fan vote? Just the fan vote? I don't think so. Um. I- See, uh, I that think would be they do for certain categories. I think they do. What for do you mean certain for certain categories? I think you should either do it for all or don't do it. I can't. Like, these are the ones where one. we can pretend it mattered. Right. I want to know what the people think. The freshest indie game. Yeah. Is. Well, the right. Stupid. God, I hate Subway so much. 
All right. Why? You're a blim- you're a blimpy I, guy? I I'm not I no, I'm I don't know what the fuck a blimpy is, if I'm being honest. It's a different sandwich shop that Beyonce exist? used to sponsor. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't honestly know don't know the answer to that question. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I go think to Quiznos the, I'm went out of go business also, right? Yeah, it did. I don't think I don't think there's anything like Bud Subway left. I mean, there's like a few um what are they called? In the city they have them. Ah, fuck. Pop bellies. Uh, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like a fake Quiznos. Yeah, but I don't know if there's any like nationwide chains that rival like the at least the scale. No, of, Subway like, uh, kind of killed everyone else. Quiznos was, yeah, I think so. With their franchisability, jerks. Um, all right, Thomas, is there anything else? Uh, Stadia sucks. No shit. <laughs> let's let's find out some more obvious fortunes. In the world of things that can be predicted, besides Stadia sucking, Dan, what else do we have? I don't know. Let's see. Let's find out. Let's get a little cookie action going. This one definitely has a fortune because it's hanging halfway out of the cookie. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, it definitely has a piece of paper in there. Can't promise anything. Uh, so I don't have to break the cookie for this one. Just slide the paper nice. right out the side. Slide that right out. Huh. Anyway, let's see. Do you guys think this will be a fortune or some nonsense? I'm thinking some nonsense, Dan. This is funny because I was about to make that wager with Tom. You know what? Just for the sake of uh, interest here, I will guess that it could be argued as a fortune. All right. Well, here we go. Enjoyed the meal. Buy one to go, too. Oh, I... No way. There's no way. But you didn't even get... Enjoyed the meal. Buy one to go, too. I have a very important question for you. (laughs) A very important question for you. Yeah. From where did this cookie come? Right. Uh, that's this is the Golden Bowl brand fortune cookie that comes from like local Chinese restaurants. Okay, so it's so not it, from the box. No, it's it from the, the box. box. It's, from, oh, the it's box? from the box. Yeah, my my Chinese place does the same brand as the box apparently. But yeah, I bought a box. Of but you didn't get a meal. There's it's just no an meal. Ad for more. Uh, yeah. I bought a box of fortune cookies, and it's asking me if I enjoyed the meal. I should buy yet another one to go. Oh my God. Just well. another box. Of yeah, fortune like, cookies? Enjoy I, this giant well, box if, of fortune cookies. If a meal for me is just a one. bowl of fortune cookies, <laughs> like cereal, I'm just pouring milk and fortune cookies into a bowl and just crunching down. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. What, are, what are our numbers? That was staggering. Uh, the numbers are 2, 4, 10, 27, 29, and 35. Jeez. All right. Let's do some listener mail. I need to cleanse. Garbage. Dan, why don't you start us off? Uh, all right. Where is it? Emails at unrankedpodcast.com. You can go in our Discord. Send us a message. Plenty of other Wait. information in the notes. Did you say send us a message? Send us a message. <laughs> uh, did you send me one to read? Oh, it's in our show notes. Oh, I never opened it. And therefore, it didn't come up for me. Connecting on the iCloud, and there it goes. I hate it doesn't pop in unless I actually go to it. That's silly. Here we go. The one says Dan Reads. Hey, fellas. I just wanted to write in to defend Tom a little bit for episode 192. I'm not going to read this, Tom. Fuck you. (laughs) No, I'm just just kidding. Uh, I've had a a scuff controller for about four years now, and I paid over $200 for it, and I can't do without it. $200. Jeez. Uh, I I play shooters and video games every day, and it's in my hands for hours. It also changed how good I was at games. I went away 
I went from a way below average player to a way above average player in no time. It really does help, and it is way worth the money. I would recommend it to anyone who struggles with shooters. Suck it, Addison. Yeah, Scuff has been in the business of making pro controllers for a while. I, I still, I don't, uh, I went hands-on with one at E3 last year uh, when I was doing stuff for Gears, and I actually didn't find it as comfortable as, like, the Elite or um, Astro's C40, um, and they do charge quite a bit for those controllers. $200 is still more than the Elite Series 2, but, yeah, I, I mean, that's mean like it a can make it a better change. game. Yes, very true. Yeah, the Scuff controller, I believe Scuff Gaming partnered with Microsoft to make the original Elite, which is where they got their paddles from and everything. Oh, okay, interesting. I'm fairly certain that they had worked together uh, on that design. Um, I could be wrong, but I believe that that's true, or maybe that they have, like, a version of the Elite. But I think that they had worked together because they had, like, the paddle system down. I find the Scuff controllers can be a little gaudy, um yes but agreed. I, they also do have a lot more functionality as far as like grip and stuff goes but the new elite is boss i mean i love my current one and i will say it there is a fine tuning to controllers that like the plastic controllers don't have and that buying a single high-end controller like i can tell the difference when i'm using one versus the other and it uh you know it was nice it's it's a nice controller to use and if you play a lot of games i think it's worth it it's obviously not worth it for everyone but um if you play enough games it's probably worth it for you unless you're just playing puzzle games no so. you got to get those you know you got it, precise puzzle movements man you got to get those uh the tension ratcheted up on the thumbsticks you know yeah you got to get that dish d-pad uh okay yeah. tom you want to read the next one i'd love to hey guys dalton here Voting for the Game Awards this year posed some challenges for me, mainly due to the fact that I, sadly, hadn't played many games this year. However, I am currently playing Death Stranding, and I have to say this is definitely the game for, uh, of the year for me. I can understand some of the criticism, but I have found no issues with the game. It's just so refreshing to play something new and completely different. Question for you all, what year would you say was the best for gaming for you personally? Uh, 1723. <laughs> I mean, uh, that was when, uh, I gotta say, uh, yeah, Hoop and a Stick. Yeah, really Hoop and a Stick. Game. Classic, classic game. Um, best gaming year for me. I mean, last year with God of War and Spider-Man was, a, and Red Dead Redemption was a fucking great year. Um, and we were kind of getting into this into the Discord a bit. The last three years, including this one, have just been, I mean almost home runs it's been a while since we've had a really bad year i think for games um uh i'm gonna say probably 2007 or 2005 year. just uh sm like halo halo online halo 2 or halo 3 online is probably yeah. the best year of gaming um that just never played games like that that right. much that consistently with like the same group of friends just i've never poured hours into a game like that yeah ever. same probably so 2007 had so 2005 uh, probably for me then because that's halo 2 right yeah and halo 3 was 2007 which is why i was i didn't play also. as much 3 because of college yeah yeah but you still played a fuck ton of halo 3 but yeah but only like when i was around it right. wasn't like all the time no that's true which is why i think 2005 yeah um 2007 also had uh bioshock and call of duty modern warfare so like i was that that was when 
that generation, the 316 PS3, really hit its stride. That was like the year we were in the generation. And that was a fucking great year, for sure. Mm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay, I'm going to read the next one. This one came in via Discord, and it says, If you have to pick one game to get for the Xbox or Switch for the holidays, which would it be? Let's just throw PlayStation in there anyway, even though they didn't ask that. Uh, it's via Discord, Eli the Barrel Boy. Or maybe let's leave it off, because this person might not have PlayStation. So you're going to get one game for the holidays. What would it be? Oh. <sighs> If it's Switch, it's got to be Pokemon. And if it's for, like, I guess if I'm telling other people, right? Because I have Star Wars and Pokemon. Right, right. You know? Yes. And, but I if I was telling ta- anyone else. I think it's else, what game would you recommend. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sounds like a recommendation. So okay. what game would I recommend would be Pokemon for the Switch and Control for the Xbox. Those are the two games I would recommend. Yeah. Um, I, I would say Control is a really good choice. I don't know. I think Star Wars is, like... If you are a Star Wars fan, yeah, you really need to that's play fair. this game. I could maybe flip um, a coin on it. I just haven't played it yet. Not really. I haven't put the time in like um, you. Uh, Outer, like... Worlds is, Outer Worlds is like a really solid RPG experience, and I just feel like that has kind of been lacking a little bit this year. Um, but I think out of everything, like if you play Pokemon, you need to play Sword and Shield. So I, I definitely think that would be my recommendation, especially for the holidays. It's just like a opening up a fucking pokemon game on christmas and playing it all day yeah star wars fits that better nostalgic thing yeah especially with you know you'll probably have just seen rise of the skywalker so that might be in your system as well yeah dan you got any recs i don't know i feel like uh i feel like i was i was really getting ready to recommend jumanji to everyone but apparently it's a real (laughs) piece of shit uh (laughs) i don't know uh i really i don't I haven't played anything that's come out recently or know of anything I'm, like, desperate to get because it was going to be the Halo game until that got pushed back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to go with your guys' suggestions because okay. I don't have anything to throw in the ring. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, or if you have Xbox, uh, get Game Pass. That would honestly be my recommendation. If you have Xbox, get game. ask for, like, a year of Game Pass for the holiday because you'll get you know, Halo next year, you'll have that for like a month and a half, and you're going to get Master Chief Collection, which has Reach coming out in December in like a week and a half. So there's, uh, Game Pass would be a sick Xbox recommendation. It's this, like yeah, a year of that yeah. is like... That's like buying a game. Yeah. yeah. So that that would actually be what I would You get suggest. multiple games. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there you go. And there's one left, Dan. Can you read that last one? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, this is this is the one from the notes, right? Okay, yep. I see Discord in that one. Okay, uh, what are y'all's opinions on the Minecraft resurgence? I'm a bit behind on the eps, so not sure if it's been discussed. Jeff the Hood from Discord. I still have not played Minecraft. I downloaded it. I have not played it yet. So oh, you know, so I I'm not part of the I'm not part of the resurgence. I was backing up um my computer yesterday. I back it up like constantly now, just in case it suddenly dies. Um, and I noticed in my hard drive, I actually have my old server that Alex and I used to play on. So it still works. I can just load that map in. We should get, a we should get some Minecraft going. Oh my God. I honestly not... don't know what it is still. It's the same thing it was before. There's just more But I never played it, it oh. ever. It's just like if the world was made of Legos. That's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. a great game. It's awesome. I'm pumped about the Minecraft. I mean, I've heard good things. That's why I downloaded it. I just never got to it because I keep forgetting I have it. Yeah. Like, I got it through Game Pass. 
Yeah. I wonder if this resurgence he's referring to is simply the fact that you know something like Minecraft Dungeons is being no the numbers the numbers start going back up again. It hit over a hundred million active users again. Wow. Okay. See, I didn't. I uh, that was foreign to me. I think it's Um, I think it's people slowly ticking off a Fortnite and going back to their you know their sturdy girlfriend. They're like, all right. Are well, we going to are we going to see sturdy. that every year? It like just yeah. like the this audience f- moving from swinging between Minecraft and yeah, uh, Fortnite for a fucking eternity. Um, if you if in Minecraft, if you want to put together a place that sells fortune cookies uh, that actually have fortunes <laughs> in them, <laughs> Dan, that's what you need to do. Let's boot up that server. We open up our own fortune cookies making. Company. No, we're gonna make Dan's Chinese restaurant. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. awesome. Fucking great. Uh, but yeah, I I. I like Minecraft. I think it's a great game. I bought it when it was in alpha. I think it cost me like $10, like right before the betas hit. So I was playing it. I don't know. What was that? 2009, I think. Maybe it's 2008. Um, I I was thinking it was uh, later than that, but I guess it came out when I was in high school. It came out. Yeah. I mean, it came out while like <sighs> right around the time I had started working at the Apple store. It was already in beta because I remember showing it to people. So I think it was like 2009. I got it. Um, what a what a what a weird game to for like to take the world by storm. It's a great game. It's awesome. And that Minecraft Dungeons game looked great. And since it's going to be on Game Pass, I'm going to play it. Yeah. So. Yep. Heck yeah, I think it's great. And people should keep playing Minecraft. It's a fun game. All right. <laughs> we got one last one of these. Hey guys, this is uh, Greg. Um, my Twitter is EtherBiel. I think I've talked to you guys quite a bit. Uh, haven't done any of the Super Smash tournaments because you guys just happen to do it whenever I'm out of town or something. So they always seem really cool. Uh, Long time listener. Uh, thought I knew what I was going to say, and you know, whenever you want to say it, it all kind of goes out of your mind. Um, kind of playing catch up. I'm a little bit behind on the, some of the podcasts, and you guys were complaining about Subway stuff for a while ago. So I kind of have a little bit of complaint. Uh, so a little bit of backstory. I work for the Navy. I've been there for about five years. Used to work for one contract under it. Now I work for another. So I saw my old boss on the Metro like two, three weeks ago. And I have an hour commute. And I have my Switch in front of me. And I've got headphones in. And I'm listening to heavy metal because it's an hour. It's, it's my time. <laughs> and it's obviously a boomer comes up. Gets on the metro and he's like, "Hey, Greg!" And I was just like, "Oh, Hank, he can I can hear him over the music. He's that loud on the train. That's really annoying." And then he gets off at the stop before me. Gets on the bus. I like walking, so I get to a different stop. See him on base, and he's trying to talk to me over my death metal. And he's <laughs> just motioning, and he's like pulling, you know, the whole thing where you pull out the earphones. I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh, I guess you didn't see me on the metro, huh? Huh? Some people, right?" I'm like. I, I was listening to music. What the fuck? And I don't know. It was it really it really grinded my gears. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to call and complain about that because mm, I don't know if I can say that. Sorry. No, you can. Um, but yeah, uh, I know I'm a little bit behind. So you guys probably already talked about it. But what are your thoughts on Jedi Fallen Order? Um, I saw some of you guys tweet about it, but you know, now that it's not game for and for the league, I'd love to know. Anyways, Dan Rank. See you guys. Well, that's good. We already sort of answered his question. Uh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> I like the I like the shot at the boomer. And complaints are not sacrosanct. Make fun of them. Do them whenever you want. Call in. Leave them. 
send them an and email. You can it's definitely a- curse. We're definitely not no a no it, fuck it, zone. Yeah, <laughs> we are a fuck zone. For yeah, this sure. is this is uh, the it's fuck also, zone. It, it it is yeah we are we are it's smack dab in the middle of the fuck zone. Um, I what a what a good complaint too because it is one thing where it's like. I'm like fuck. I got to make this commute the, the subway. I got to go all the way uptown. I'm going to play a game like with Pokemon right now. It's great because I can just play my Switch. But when you see people on the subway that you know, and you're like, do I have to? Do we have to do this, or can we just ride this train without having to interact? Um, yeah, good complaint. Yeah, I guess the key next time would just be to play dead. Just like uh, pretend like just you died die. standing up, <laughs> have a heart attack, and uh, just to, just don't uh, respond. Kind of like like if a bear came up to you, just you just want to be still as possible, and uh, the person will eventually, uh, I guess, forget that you're there and walk away. Yeah. What I would like to know is what game were you playing on Switch while listening to death metal, and please tell me it was Pokemon. <laughs> I just yeah. and it has nothing to do with Let us know. against death metal, but I feel like I couldn't play that while playing a game like Pokemon. It was probably Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, it's Animal Crossing. Like, what, Stardew Valley? I can't imagine. Um, I'm curious. I'm hoping it was something that makes slightly more sense. I mean, Smash to Death Metal would be great. Mario Kart would be fine. Oh, yeah. But it's got to be, it's got to have some action, some movement, right? Yeah. You would think. Yeah. You would think. I don't know. Maybe it's just calming. Maybe. You play that loud music, just all that shit's going on. You can't, you, like, it kills all your thoughts. Yeah, it drowns it out. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, Okay, great. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. Remember those details for our phone number. If you don't remember them, they are in our show notes. But you can always call into our show, leave us emails, leave us voicemails, hit us up in the Discord. And that phone number is 805-738-8692. 805-738-8692. Alex is not here this weekend, so we're going to jump into a game. Dan, Tom has made us a game. Let's find out what it is. So this week, I made... Game Awards or no Game Awards. Uh, Basically, this is going to be a simple true-false situation. I'm going to give you some facts on the Game Awards, and you're going to have to let me know if they are true or false. Uh, If it is false, you can let me know what is false about the statement, and you get an additional point. And that is it. We have nine questions. Ga or Unga. Yeah, Ga or Unga. Yep. Nailed it. Uh, and te- text me your answers, and you- we'll just do it one at a time. So just text, send, send a T or an F as it comes in. All right, the first question: the first televised video game awards show was Cybermania in 1994. Okay, and we'll we'll do all the answers at the end. Uh, two, the Spike Game Awards aired from 2002 to 2013. Still waiting on an answer from Chris. I have. An yeah, answer from I feel like okay. I'm probably gonna get all these wrong. Okay, and remember, Chris, you can you can add in modifiers of why you think something is false if you send in false. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, okay. Number three, the final Game Awards on Spike co-starred Daniel Tosh and were a disaster. We get more points if we say why something's false. You, you get more points if you correct what the. Uh, what it is but you don't get any points if you correct a correct answer correct are points arbitrary in this game or are they all factual are points arbitrary 
like are there are there uh, comedy points or mm, no? There's no. We're not we're not doing tuna mm. rules here. Same <laughs> bamboozle. Um, right. Uh, okay, number four. We saw the first Breath of the Wild gameplay at the Game Awards. Can you say that one again? We saw the first Breath of the Wild gameplay at the Game Awards. Okay, cool. All right, number five. Dark Souls 2 won the very first The Game Awards Game of the Year. Okay, uh, Dan, just waiting on you. Okay. All right, number six. Out of nine, Metal Gear Solid Five won the 2015 Game of the Year. Metal Gear Solid Five won the 2015 Game of the Year. I might get all of these wrong, Dan. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll see. 2015. Feels like a lifetime it ago. It does. All what right. What the fuck was 2015? Number seven. Overwatch won the 2016 Game of the Year. Okay. Number eight. The 2017 The Game Awards were the first to feature more than five games in the Game of the Year category. Can you do that again? The 2017 Game Awards were the first to feature more than five games in the category. Okay. All right. And finally, Red Dead Redemption 2 won the most awards at last year's The Game Awards with four total wins. I like when I'm correcting things, but they're all just made up stuff that I hope is different. Yeah, I just I <laughs> forgot to do that, honestly, most of the time. Um, okay, cool. All right, well, we have our winner, and we have our answers here. One of you won definitively. First, tell us who won. <laughs> tell you who won first? Okay, no. no. Um, okay, the first, so let's go in order. Let's the hear first our televised game awards. Let's hear our nominees. The first televised Game Awards show was with Cybermania in 1994. Chris, what did you say? I guess this was false. Okay. Uh, you did not put any kind of No, but I bet uh, that either adjustment this is like the wrong year or there was something else mm. or it wasn't called Cybermania because that's just people having sex on the internet. <laughs> no, that's Cybersex. Well, Dan, Dan what, did you, what did you say? I said no, and I corrected with the year 2004, which, according to the next question, would be really stupidly wrong. Good. Uh, so, Cybermania 94 was the first Game Awards show that was televised in 1994. So, that was true. So, neither of you got it uh, correct. Darn. Uh, number I was two, almost certain Game that War- had to be true, because I felt like there was no way you would come up with that. But then I was like, wait. That's what he wants me to think. He picked this like very specific <laughs> retro name. Mind games, mind games. Yeah, <laughs> but I should have realized the fact that you just did a true false thing meant that you didn't try to do any like really trickery. So, damn it. No. Yeah. Well, well let's see. Let's see how the rest of this plays out. Uh, okay, number two, the Spike Game Awards aired from 2002 to 2013. Dan, what did you say for this one? Uh, I said, yup. Okay, and Chris, what did I you said, say? I said no, because I could have sworn the first one was 2003, but also, wasn't Spike gone by 2013? Because aren't the Game Awards Probably, on its that's like what my thought was. or seventh year? So, so, yeah, I don't know. I said no, because I feel like the years are wrong. Uh, so, you are correct. The years are wrong. And you did send in a correction saying that it ended in 2012. Um, it did end in 2013, mm. So you didn't get the correction right, uh, but it you were start two thousand three. Now you did. It's, I it knew it because I I watched the first one and I think they had like POD and the guy was singing in like a wheelchair and I was like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> and I was so excited for the game awards to be like they were a the thing, youth of a nation, a Chris. 
God. <laughs> they were the youth of a nation. God, it was so bad. I can't believe it. Yeah, they were. The, they were. All the Game Awards on Spike I had such a terrible. vivid memory <laughs> of it, but I was like, oh, maybe that wasn't the first year. Well, so well, you got a point because you did say it was false, but you didn't get the bonus. All right, I'll um, take that Wicked Wango okay. card. <laughs> okay. Next one. The final Game Awards on Spike co-starred Daniel Tosh and were a disaster. Chris, what did you say for this one? Uh, I put true. Okay. And Dan, Same. what did you put? Same story. Uh, so this is false. They were a disaster, yeah. but it was Joel. It was Joel Son McHale, of a bitch. not Daniel I, I was Tosh. thinking about him, and that's that's why it was weird that they had him back. <laughs> um, yeah, it was Joel McHale who starred in the final Game Awards, and they were panned by almost everyone in existence. Uh, okay, number four, we saw the first. So no one got a no one got a point on that. Uh, number four, we saw the first Breath of the Wild gameplay at the Game Awards. Chris, what did you put? I put true. I think. Did I put true? I put true. And Dan, what did you put? You put true? I, too, thought that was true. And you're both correct. We saw the first Breath of the Wild gameplay at the 2014 Game Awards. Uh, Cool. All right. Number five. Dark Souls 2 won the very first The Game Awards Game of the Year. Chris? Uh, What did I put? Did I put true? I put true. You did put true. And Dan, what did you put? I said no. It was Dark Souls 3. So uh, it is false. Oh, so Dan, you did get the point. You did get the Sweet. point there, but it was it, <laughs> it was not three. It was Bloodborne, um, Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition. Damn it! That got the point. That got the Game of the Year award that year. All right, number six, Metal Gear Solid Five won the 2015 Game of the Year. False. Uh, Dan, I said sure. Uh, Chris is correct. It was false, and it was The Witcher Three that won Game of the Kojima's Year. never getting so that Chris title. Chris got the point. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. What's the score at right now? I think I'm up by one. Um, yes, correct. Um, all right, three to go. Yeah, three more. Number seven, Overwatch won the 2016 Game of the Year. Really, really, uh, regurgitating this question here. True. I went true as well, so we each either don't pick up a point or we pick up a point. You guys both picked up a point because that was true. All right. Two more. Number eight, the 2017 Game Awards were the first to feature more than five games in the Game of the Year category. What did you guys put? I put true because I know that they extended it at some point, but I was also worried maybe it was 2018. Uh, I said no because it was 2013. They had six. So, Dan... I'm you are sure correct. Part of that's wrong. <laughs> you are correct. It is false. However, it, is, it was not the year that was wrong. Um, it it just didn't feature more than f- it had five games: uh, Breath of the Wild, Persona Five, Horizon Zero Dawn, PUBG, and Super Mario Odyssey were the five nominees that year for Game of the Year. Uh, and then finally, the final one: Red Dead Redemption Two won the most awards at last year's TGAs with four wins. What did you guys put? I put true, and I... Oh, sorry. I said... Oh, wait. So, I said false, <laughs> but because it won six awards, not because it didn't win the most. I also said the same exact thing. I said what? no six. Wait, how did he say there's a definitive yeah. winner between us? Shouldn't we be tied? Yeah, we should be tied, no matter what, at this point. Uh, so... <laughs> so, it's true. Uh, Red Dead won with the most awards at last year's TGAs with four. So, neither of you got a point. So, we should be tied. Um, but I... I have Dan down by one. Uh, Let me just. What? 
All right, can you just read the answers in order? Just like false, true, false. Yeah, so it's uh-huh. true, mm-hmm. true, false, false, true, false, false, true, false, true. But you had modifiers in there. But they were no one no one got the modifier right. Um do, 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 do. yeah, you didn't get any none of you got any modifiers. So, so go go in you you're yeah, kind of, can you st- kind of hiccuped. So, so the first track. one was false or true. Can you start with the first question again? What what's the order? <laughs> true. The first one was true. So Christian uh, Christian didn't neither of you got a point on the first one. Uh-huh. Neither of you got a point on the first one. The next one was mm-hmm. false. Christian picked yep. up a point there. Okay. So Chris was at one. The next one was false, which uh, neither of you picked up a point okay, on. Chris so Christian is yep. still up by one. We saw the first Breath of the Wild gameplay at the Game Awards. True. You both said okay. that. So you both got a point. So Chris is up by okay. one. Yes. Okay. The next one, uh, false. Dan said false. So he went up right, one. So now we're equal. Okay. So we are tied. So now you're tied. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 won uh, Game of the Year. Um, that was false. So which... I got that one. Chris got a point. So he's a backup by one. Yeah. So you got a point. You got a point there. So right. now you're up by one again. Overwatch won the game of the year, which was true, and you both said that. So you both got a point there. Right. Yep. Crystal up by one. Okay. And then the next one is false, which got Dan right, and I did not. Dan got a so point. So we're tied. Four. Yeah, we gotcha. tied. Okay, and so then it we is each a tie. Said the same exact thing in the last question. So we are tied. Okay. It is a tie. Sorry, it was. Uh, I just. I think where the hiccup was is Chris sent an additional text, mm. and so my counting was just off. So my apologies. Okay, so it is a tie. So here's how we're gonna do the tiebreaker. McClunky. I have a. I have a certain number of physical Switch games on my shelf. Boxes for Switch games. How many of them? Well, no, that's you're gonna have to guess. <laughs> and the closest, the Price is Right rules. The closest person to the amount. I hate prices, right? Rules. Dan, okay. you go first. Uh, no, I don't want to go first. We're, I said we both text Tom. Fine. To avoid the whole one dollar, two dollar situation. Yeah. <laughs> price text right. Stupid. How many switch boxes do I have on my shelf? Okay. So Dan sent in his answer. I've sent in my answer. And Chris sent his in. All right. Chris sent in six. Dan sent in nine, and I have seven on my shelf. Fuck. So well, I wasn't gonna win that one. Okay. Wins. Well done. All right. Um, Yay. Very good. All right. We are going to do... So that was Game Awards. uh, Game Club next. And guess what? Alex is going to be here for that. Yep. So like I just said, we have Alex Marinello here for Game Club. Hey. Really weird of you to just like come in for just this and not be on the rest of the episode. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to you guys um, (laughs) at all other than now. So, yeah. All right. So Game Club this week is Minute. M I N I T. Minute. It's the first Game Club game we've all beaten. Yes. Oh, Tom, you beat it too? Yeah. Uh, I didn't oh, do nice. any like additional runs or any of the New Game Plus stuff, but I did beat, I did do a complete playthrough. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so then, Tom, tell us what Minute's about. Minute is a game where you play as a little, kind of looks like Cubit or something in a 2D black and white space uh kind of looks a little bit like a zelda map layout like an old zelda map and you are moving through the map having to either collect something or uh, defeat enemies and get to different areas but the conceit is that every minute you have to restart 
and uh, there are certain things that stay consistent once you do them, like if you get a new item or you can change where your starting location is. So every time you do a run, you're getting closer and closer to the end objective. Um, and that that's the game in a nutshell. This, uh, you know, so I went and looked into it because this game just felt like it had so much polish. It just, everything sort of worked correctly. And outside of the one critique Alex brought up about achievements, like everything I did, I sort of loved in this game. So I went and looked up to see what else these people worked on. The composer worked on like Nuclear Throne, Celeste B-Size, Loft Rousers, Pixel Junk Monsters. So that's why the music is pretty solid. Yeah. And... Um, the developer is actually one of the two guys from Vlambeer who also made like Super Crate Box, Nuclear Throne, Ridiculous Fishing, which I freaking loved on the phone. So mm, it actually makes one. a ton of sense that these guys put together this game. Uh, and it looks like the guy who did the art also did the Stanley Powerball and Accounting Plus. So like these guys are, are no stranger sure. to the indie dev scene, which is why this game feels so good. Yeah, did you guys yeah. like it? How did you feel about it? Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I thought going through um, each 60 seconds and trying to figure out puzzles and collect items was really cool. And It's one of my favorite games of the year. Yeah. I, it's really interesting how it's one of those games there. It took me hours to do, like a couple hours to complete. But then once I knew the path, <laughs> it took maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Not even. Like if you know the route. Yeah, I think your level that. up was about 20 minutes, and that was from start to finish doing yep. the whole run. Um, yeah. Uh, you went for that achievement. Nice. Yes. I think I did it in – do you know how many runs? I think I yeah, did it was, it in – Yeah, it was 16 runs. 16 runs. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's yeah what I, I mean, it, it's really cool. It's a – you know, every your progress is basically saved, I guess, right? Like each minute what you've done before is saved, but you start back at your checkpoint at your nice. house. What um so question what puzzles did you get stuck on? Mm. Um oh you know what's interesting you know those three switches at the top that made the bridge come together? Yes. I didn't realize that that's what I did when I hit those switches so I kept trying to figure out what those switches were for and I kept going back and trying to hit them in different orders cuz two of them would still move so I I was really confused. <laughs> With that, you just did it a couple times. You're like, eh, fuck this. No, I did it a bunch. I kept going oh, over really? there to see if there was something over there. I just kept doing it, not realizing that I had already, already done it, already figured out that part of the puzzle. You know where I wasted a ton of time? Right. Um, if you go directly up from, oh, by the way, spoilers, obviously. Yeah. If you go directly <laughs> up from the house and then to the left, there is um. The guy who's like, kill the guys across from here. I'll open the bridge for you. And oh, you get yeah. like the lily pads. So if you go in the water there and you run to the right, there's a dude hanging out on like just like a little cutout, like a little sandbar. And he's like, oh, I love exploring. I'm going to I'm going to get the farthest. And so I thought because I only had maybe two or I had like an extra heart at the time. I could just barely get to that part. I thought eventually I'd be able to run all the way to like the end of this trail. And then never, I never reworked the fact that, like, eventually I can just get to the top of that river. I don't actually have to go through it. I must have wasted at least, like, 12 lives every time I got a new heart. Like, going yeah. going back to this thing, just trying to run it again. I was like, maybe if I go a little faster this time, let me go a little faster. That Never getting through That was the interesting thing for me at first is I felt like the game felt very slow, um, just like the movement. And, I, and then I was like, no, that's intentional. Like, it's trying to push you up against this clock. 
and you're like, oh my god, just give me three more seconds and I can complete this part of the puzzle. And you're in my mind, I was trying to see if I, I could move in different ways <laughs> to try and get to the next screen faster. Um, and there are little things like that you can do. Um, I just think this game is a really great introduction to the entire world of speedrunning, something that has been so foreign for me, but is such a huge part of gaming. You know, speedrunning, people love it. People, there are whole events around speedrunning, and I just thought it was a really smart way to build a, a game. And um, Yeah. And I think... I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, it, yeah I didn't it, think it, of it that way either. I don't know if I'm ever going to try to become a speedrunner or anything, but it gives you a taste of that of that experience. And uh, yeah. one of my other favorite things, which it has nothing to do with the gameplay, but you did mention it, Chris. I think the music is awesome. I, I, I think mm -hmm. the, the soundtrack is incredible, and the way that the in-game sounds and the soundtrack go together is, is uh, plays into the... Uh, I think plays into the uh, experience... And every individual element comes together to make this great whole. You know, like the art style is pretty simple, but when you pair it with what is happening in the game, it works really well. And so there's just like so many great little facets coming together there. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of things that I discovered by accident. Um, oh, okay. There for was, instance? for instance, so I did collect every coin, but I would say two. Maybe two were discovered by accident. The one where you had to um, wait in the room with the people waiting in the factory, and then all of a sudden the plant would explode and the coin was there. Mm. I that was completely by accident. Like I was I, in I that room found at the that, end of the yeah. seconds, and then it just did it. And then that's what happened for me. Um, the other thing that was by accident was on my second run, the one that was forty seconds. This is big spoiler. Um, you don't have to fight the boss at the end if you. Because uh, your sword's already broken, so if you oh. go to the toilet and don't and just you could bypass half the game. Well, maybe the last. Third. Huh. You don't need to destroy the factory at all. Just go in the toilet. I just randomly went in there, and that was it. Game ended. Through the That's toilet. awesome. You I didn't realize that. The Done. So. The my favorite discovery in the game was the old man at the lighthouse. Yeah, that was a good. Oh one. yeah, yeah. That was. There's a lot of really good humor, but when he started t like talking and it was really slow, and yeah, was I was funny. like, "Oh fuck this guy," and I walked away for a second, and then I went back and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I bet I have to stay here, and I had just cut off enough time that I couldn't do it, so then I had to go back and have him do it again. And I'm just watching it, like, "Come on, hurry yeah. up, hurry up, talk to me, <laughs> say it." Also, the by where you got the coffee, the fish, and the dog that were there, I thought they were going to oh. do something. I was racking my mind for. The whole game, thinking back, being like, okay, that fish is going to be important. That fish is going to be important. I only had one puzzle I overthought the whole time, and it was just because it was the only time the simple graphics made me screw up, and it was um, when you had to push the three boxes into the factory machine. I didn't notice the box that was, like, touching it on the side, and there was the one that was all the way through the water, so I thought I was supposed to get that one over somehow, which obviously I eventually got the grinder item from it. So I spent so much time in that room just because it that box to me looked like it was a part of the machine, not like it was oh, a box yeah. that I could push. And I just happened to run into it, just frustrated running around in that room. And right. the second I moved, I was like, fuck. It's funny that you can't, you can't really take your time, but the puzzles aren't so complicated that you need to take your time. 
But when you're no. sitting in a room and you're trying to figure something out, you don't have that much time to figure it out. But it is like a combination of speed and how clever are you in like a very quick situation. You'll figure it out eventually. You'll beat this game. There's no way you won't. But um, yeah, it's just how how long it's going to take you. And is that, kind of the challenge. And that was, you know, the game is so well made that you feel that you might you might get stuck sometimes, but you know that you're going to eventually figure out whatever situation you're stuck on. And then also those elements that you were mentioning, Tuna, where you just stumbled across something or there was an element where you're quite unsure what to do. Again, the game was so well made that you it's like, is that intentional? <laughs> like, what was right. that meant to be mm-hmm. like just a complete surprise? Um, or, you know, RP, is that is that element obvious to other people whereas it wasn't obvious to me? And... Um, I just think that it's a very impressive uh it's a very impressive indie game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I beat it in two in two tries. I essentially I played I played through like an hour of it and then the second sitting I just kept playing. Like that's a game that you would just kind of if you want to get yourself two hours. Yeah. So you could just try to play through the whole thing at once. Yeah, I, I did. Think it. That's probably the best way so you don't have to rem- like try to recall where yeah. you were it is, and what was going is... on in the map. Sorry. That was it. Oh, that was what I was saying. But it's like even like it's just incredible that you could spend uh, like a couple hours with this game trying to beat it. And then but once you know what to do, 20 minutes done, finish game over. But like if you know how to beat God of War, it's it's still going to take you a couple. It's still going to take you hours. Well, that's 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 the thing about speed running in general is it's once you know the inner machinations of a game, like people play through things like ocarina of time in 17 minutes you know they... yeah but that's with a huge skip right like, i mean ocarina of time can't be beat in 17 minutes even though you know everything from a to b a to z right like but... in minute we're not cheating anything but you just know the steps and you can get it done in 20 minutes i get i, I get what yeah. you're saying but maybe yeah ob- uh... obviously like those crazy speed run times they're using exploits and things like that to make it happen however you discover those exploits by trying to beat the game faster like that's how they come about and that's the whole yeah but the exploit in ocarina of time for 17 minutes is like when you're facing the first boss you f- fly through a wall and right you're in the final thing that's not a, that's not part of the game no it's not necessarily part of the game but it's still a discovery you make in an attempt to beat it faster um fine you know um, yeah i see what you're saying um i really like the variation in the puzzles like so there's a lot of different things where i felt like okay cool i'm gonna journey to this part of the map and now i'm in the desert and i had to figure out this cool mirage ghost and i had to fight this ball and then suddenly now i'm at this hotel and there's like ninjas and a graveyard but i'm actually not supposed to venture out because i have stuff i need to do at this hotel like i need to get people to come like it was like suddenly I was staying at this new location. Yeah. It was like I wasn't trying to get from one place to the next to the next to get a little farther each time. It was like, okay, I'm here now for the next like twenty minutes of the game. And that was like a nice totally change of pace because it felt like I stayed in a separate area for a while and then I started to go back to the original areas again. Um I really liked that. I, w- I want a sequel. Like I would love to do this again. I like games like this where it's like a movie length experience. It respected my time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's definitely right. true. Definitely yeah. true. I mean, they could they could have made this game 
twice as long by throwing in more fetch quests, like an extra item or two, and some more collectibles, but it would have added nothing to the experience. It would have just been length. Mm. Whereas, right. like, they sort of came up with all the unique puzzles that they had, and they didn't really regurgitate anything, and they gave you a good handful of discoveries, and we're like, that's it. And you could kind of tell, because I think probably the lowest point of the, the game is the combat in yes. the final boss fight, because it's just not built for that. Right. And it just right. that almost just felt like it's there to end the game. Yeah. yeah, it's like the climax of the game. It's like, hey, you built up all this stuff. You got your guy stronger and faster. It's like, here's the payoff. Like, And they're very forgiving. As long as you make it to the next part of the boss, you get to just keep going, yeah. which was great. If yeah. I had to do that boss start to finish, but that would have been a pain I in the ass. I think you're right. I don't think I, this, this, the format doesn't lend itself to a final boss fight. No. Yeah. Yeah. It could it could have been a puzzle. It, it could have been, been a puzzle that yeah. like a trap that you set. But that was you know, that's what they wanted. I was fine with that. Like the most fun combat I had was either fighting the like five ninja dudes or um the bull. Because I didn't know I was supposed to kill the bull and that's how I got a heart for the first time. And that was like very early in the game I did that. And uh I was just trying to I thought in my head like maybe I need to lead the ball to another screen and have him run into something. Uh-huh. So that's what I was trying to do. And I realized he wasn't leaving the frame. So, But he had kind of cornered himself. So I was able to just get behind him and just stick him till he died. <laughs> See? Wait, uh, that's an exploit right there. <laughs> yeah. I-, I loved it. This was a really fun game. Yeah, I liked I'm it glad that we ended up and playing And it was a good, good choice for the, the game club because it gave us a chance to all beat it. Now, I was uh, thinking, since holidays are coming up, should we select one more game for now, and we will talk about it the two weeks, like, in four weeks from now, which would basically be before the holiday episodes, and there'll be a break for the two holiday weeks of Game Club, because we're just to have to try to fit games in during that time. Um, so that way we can have four weeks or we could do two more smaller games. Uh, no, um, I, I, but, I would you know. like to, uh, play, um, after party, um, <laughs> just because oh. okay. it's a recent title. It's a, one of the bigger ones, I think. And I would like to have an excuse to play it. <laughs> um, don't know how you guys, feel is that a, that. is that a four week game? It seems like a two week game. I thought, um, well, we can, we can do it in two weeks. I just, you know, if we want to spread it yeah. out, because I mean, we either do one four week or two twos. Um, I'm cool with doing that. I was going to suggest maybe Alex pick this next one since yeah, I picked the, the list. this one. I'm good with After Party. Let's just do it. Okay. Okay. And then you, you should you should pick our next game. I would like to see what you pick. Okay. Uh, I'll I pick think that'll be fun. Game. All right. Well, let's do this was great. Let's do this one for two weeks then, and then in two, in two weeks, Tuna can pick one. Does that sound good? Uh, or sounds yeah. good. Okay. That's good. All right. Um, listeners, play our Game Club games with us. Get Game Pass. It is the best deal in gaming right now, and write in next time. Tell us what you think about Minute. If you have not played it yet, if this inspires you to play it, go play it. Tell us what you think. And next time when we're playing After Party in two weeks, write in with questions on what we think about it, if you've played it, or what you thought about it. Give us like your little mini reviews. We want to read those during this section so that we can expand our Game Club segment. 2020 is going to be nuts for Game Club <laughs> with everything coming yeah, out. Yeah, well... This because Microsoft has so many first-party titles. Fantastic. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. All right. Halo Halo Infinite, next year's November Game Club. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. weeks. Beat Halo Infinite. Man, imagine if Halo Infinite blows. Well, that's don't a, that's even, don't even joke about that. What if it's just like a Destiny? Oof. 
that would be well well it's something it's something i'm still saying man i'm calling it you're gonna have an open world with a full halo you can walk from one end of it back to your starting point just in a straight line you just go in a loop that's the dream i mean the title lends to that idea i think yeah. That that would be the dream. Like for us to go back to a Halo, that's the one thing they could give us that would be so unique with that experience is if you actually could traverse the whole Halo. But who knows? We'll see. Uh Alex, thank you for popping in and doing this. Yep. We already did our outro for this week, so uh suck it. Bye. And Dan, where can we find you at? The Gosh, magic what a great episode. Editing. Thanks, He's Alex, for take being my here seat. for that. You know, you can find him, Tuna Targaryen, all over. Uh but who else? Dan Ween. People miss you, buddy. How can they keep in touch? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, BigDanny15. Also, PlayStation, BigDanny15. Or on Xbox, I'm still, for now, Alex Marine IIO. The L's are capitalized. That's very good. Tom? In, except for Alex. <laughs> Great Brit Tom on each and every platform. Uh, please go check out our YouTube, youtube.com forward slash and right podcast. All of the goodies are in the notes. Just go click on them. Give us a subscription all that jazz we'd love it go ahead and leave us a review we could use some of those on our podcast send us an email check out harmony at harmonyeop.com or any of its social feeds which it's at harmonyeop for echoes of power kickstarter is going to be going up in the next couple weeks that date will be revealed to you very soon on our twitter along with that full trailer so stay tuned i'm at christian underscore humes we are at the unranked podcast and as always and until the end of time stay unranked Suck it.